0: Hey, welcome back, regulars, QWERTYBIRDs, and newcomers to QWERTYCAST, where we talk about indie games, PC games, and everything in between. Today, we have Andres, say hi. Hi. Uh, Cam. Hello. And Steven. Hiya.
1: Oh, he's done. S-
0: Steven? <laughs>
1: oh, yeah, no, I said Steven? hi, but uh, my Discord Steven? was muted. <laughs> Steven's muted. Dave's here, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to say
2: hi twice. Uh... Should we restart? <laughs> no, roll with it.
0: Roll. This is amazing. Yeah, he's here in spirit. It's raw. Steven's it's live. Here. Steven's definitely here. Uh, and I'm Kenny. And we've been playing a lot of games. Steven, are you good?
1: I don't know. Can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we can. I hear said you hi like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be a good day. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah,
0: we've. uh we've been playing a lot of games recently and Mm. we can't wait to talk about them uh soon um and so that maybe you the listener will be interested in checking them out and we have some indie news but other than that we chill in
1: (laughs)
3: yay hey guys (laughs) oh there's a music cue i'm feeling alright. Yeah. what do you what do you think of when you hear this
0: music video besides, games besides the uh the game that we <laughs> played today or i mean because I, I think of crawl personally
4: what when, when i think of the game you guys played today i think of lag
0: Wait, uh. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah today we played uh, the game crawl which is a local multiplayer dungeon crawler where your friends control the monster uh and you'll be able to watch that on our youtube you battle through dungeons, power up your hero. If a friend kills you, they take your place, and it's their turn to crawl. It's a race to gain enough XP and loot to take on the hulking final boss. Unfortunately, like Cam said, we had quite a bit of lag because we played via Parsec instead of locally. The but but good news is that, we're not
1: reviewing Parsec, so... <laughs> yeah, we're not yeah. reviewing
0: Parsec. Other than that, what did you guys think? How would you rate the game as a whole?
3: Um, I would say, as a whole, definitely like eight, yeah. p- eight point five, um, squiggly glute glops to collect out of yeah. Net.
0: This was your first time playing it, you said.
3: Yes, this was my first time really getting to play crawl. I have mm-hmm. seen it like for years, first but first time crawling. My first time crawling, yeah, crawling as a beastie um i I mean, I really liked it. I thought it was uh it was definitely fast paced especially the parts where we froze and everything went very fast paced <laughs> did, um, it, did
0: it live up to your expectations of from like what you had heard about it before?
3: yeah, actually, a little bit more. I didn't know anything about like the uh creatures' evolutions and um just kind of how much longer you could play the game. It kind of felt like the dungeon aspect of it plateaued really quickly, but like the monster aspect of it kept evolving, which is really cool.
4: Yeah. I mean, like Uh, it's unfortunate that it was lagging so much for you because you have your eye frames that are really important and your monsters and your aiming Um, Mm. it like everyone becomes really strong. But as you saw the rooms and the monsters become stronger and like eventually everyone just gets killed super fast.
2: I think it would have been, yeah, uh, a a flawless experience, and I think you would have felt more of the dungeon crawling aspect yeah. of it with like the upgrades and how those actually played into the gameplay without the lag. Because um, just uh, having played that game against AI, um, it has like the the upgrades are very significant, but <clears throat> with that, it it was very much like. Just the little blobs could basically kill most of us.
1: It definitely changed the game a little bit, but I mean, overall, the game itself is fantastic. Um, it looks like it's going through a lot of updates since its original version. Yeah. Um, which is kind of cool to see like, that they kept adding on to it. I think when I first had started playing it, there was only like six gods, and now it looked like there was over ten of them.
0: Yeah, true. Oh, nice. Yeah, it- I, I, I love this game. I've been well cam and i i know played it in college i probably played it with you at one point dave in college maybe
2: i don't think so i don't think that i had ever played that game until i moved out here and i just turned it Mm -hmm. on one day because i have a massive backlog of games and i was like what's this one?" sweet well
0: i'm glad you played with me today (laughs)
2: <laughs> I think the only game, I think the only game that we played uh very frequently together was Batman.
0: I was thinking Kenny. about that. <laughs> um, oh man.
3: The art uh how would you guys describe the art style of Crawl like what I never know what's the difference between like 16 bit and like how would you describe that specific aesthetic?
0: I think uh Steven said it at one point being kind of retro I it's forget. definitely
1: trying to be of the retro quality but it's a lot higher res than you're gonna get like from like the original mario and that
4: kind of stuff yeah
0: the animation's really impressive
1: yeah
4: yeah it's only achieved from the higher pixel count
0: yeah which is i think part of what uh makes it a hard game to do multiplayer because i think there's a lot i i'm I don't know personally, I'm just speculating, but I think it's uh, because of all the, pix- the pixel count and the really flashy graphics, uh, it's a hard game to do multiplayer, um, at least on the dev standpoint, which and is my, why it's only local.
3: I feel like in my experience with local multiplayers, when you all have to share the same screen, it gets chaotic really, really quickly if you have more than two people um like every time I play enter the gungeon or wizard of legend with like just more than myself uh it's really hard to keep track of anything happening
1: yeah that definitely lends itself to the play style because you know the whole point being that you get overwhelmed and then somebody else takes over that's kind of what they're trying to get you to feel while you're playing yeah. yeah
2: I definitely have uh a harder time keeping track of stuff yeah like when when For example, we would just drop down all of our little floopy blobs. (laughs) And then we also had monsters on top of that and like items flying around the room. And like all of a sudden it went from, oh, there's five things on screen to, oh, there's like 30 things on screen. And that's where, but I, I think that's really fun. And it reminds me kind of of Gauntlet, but if it was just one warrior and the rest of the people are trying to kill you all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. I would rate this, uh, uh, oh. I don't know, I think there is, I think you're right, uh, I forget who said it, but I feel like there is something a little left to be desired, uh, like, they updated it a lot, but, like, I know the whole premise is that you're stuck in this one dungeon, but I think, I don't know, I guess I'm not a, the biggest dungeon crawler fan, especially when, like, dungeons don't change a lot mm-hmm. I don't know does that make sense because I know yeah it. yeah. I
1: mean from a map standpoint they definitely reuse a lot of assets it seems like the majority of the time that they spend in the game was designing the different creatures combat techniques and all the items yeah. that you can get but then I, I agree with what you're saying it looks like from like where you're playing the location hasn't really been adjusted as much
0: which is honestly not that big of an issue
1: like uh, I, I
0: would rate this like nine um, uh, booby traps out of ten. Wow,
2: I'm gonna give it uh, four and a half out of yeah. six. <laughs> yeah, I was nice. gonna
4: say, I was gonna say like a six out of eight would be pretty good.
2: Yeah, four point five
0: pentagrams <laughs> out of five. Yeah, <laughs> five pentagrams. Three wow. dead souls That's out of good. seven.
4: I don't know.
3: Wow, we're getting lower. <laughs> um,
4: One, yeah. two,
3: two tossed chairs out of three. To pluck
4: cherry stems.
0: Uh, Seventeen <laughs> spikes out of
3: Combies. nineteen. Oh god! Uh, that's a lot of spikes.
4: It is a game I recommend playing with friends there, and I do agree. Yeah, yeah, that's a must. I do agree. It does get stale if you keep playing it for hours because of the looks, probably. I, uh, the monster variation is where the, where it comes from. And if you can't, yeah, if you can't kill the pl- the PC like the hero, I mean, you're not gonna get those monsters.
1: And It looks like we didn't run into it in our playthrough, but it looks like one of the creatures they added in the later update was a giant Gaben. Just a big oh, he's fat a guy he, in a yeah. blue polo. He's a statue. <laughs> a what? You could find him. Okay, yeah, Gaben, you know, Steam, our Overlord on Steam.
0: What? Oh. oh Oh. that's that's so good oh my gosh hilarious
1: that's hilarious that is hilarious
0: Hilarious. but can you explain it for the people that might not know (laughs) so
1: imagine peter griffin but like (laughs) pixel art and a little bit more human looking and you're good to go (laughs)
0: that's
1: a good way to put it based off of the person uh gabe from uh the creator well i guess he would be the founder of steam of steam yeah. yeah
0: Cool, but yeah, that was crawl. You can check it out on our playthrough where we yell at each other and um, kill each other. And where are we probably other.
3: posting that YouTube or? Yes, YouTube. That'll nice. Be YouTube. Yeah. Cool.
2: Phenomenal music. I absolutely love that. Um, I'm sorry,
3: so I'm in tears right to... <laughs> <laughs> now. Like, so you to... second
4: or third block? Like, Just keep going, you just a ton of a like, bigger part of it.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> welcome to the, the third installment of the Indie Game Book Club. Um, Andres introduced an amazing game last hey, time oh. around, and I... Would really, really like for him to to lead the beginning of this conversation on reminding us what Akra is Akura. about and yes uh, and more about yeah. It. When when I
0: when I BTS announced the music for this podcast Ooh. and told Dave to take over, I totally meant to oh, say Andreas, you should take over. <laughs>
3: Um, I think Cam is going to have a lot to say about this game. No, I'm kidding. Wow. Assuming
4: Um, I have a lot, huh? I I think this game was good. Your turn.
3: Oh, my God. Great, great. Well, end of segment. Um, (laughs) Damn, he he stole our game. Time time to pull up my Akura thoughts notes.
0: I had fun playing this game. That's it.
3: Oh, nice. Um, So this game. So the next segment is (laughs) just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> um so akura well i'm saying it like that because it's two r's so i'm just gonna roll the r uh this Spanish game was game. developed by jason newman and craig culver who made the music uh they have a really nice bio on their game's website about growing up with different influences and how they're here now. Uh and Akura is inspired by games like Zelda, Star Tropics and Chips Challenge. I don't know if you guys have ever oh, heard of those.
0: Fuck yeah, Chips Challenge.
3: And also Holy I read shit. that it is a combination of Zelda and Sokoban, which I think is an old Japanese puzzle game. Uh, and if you Google Sokoban, S-O-K-O-B-A-N, it's essentially like the same game. You just push blocks into specific squares in order to complete puzzles. But uh, Akura has done a, like, a lot more with the puzzle aspect of it. Um, yeah,
0: The demo is free on Steam right now if you want to mm-hmm. try it.
3: Demo is free on Steam, which is, uh, of course, another reason why we did this game because it's accessible to people right now uh i believe i read that when it comes out it should be probably about ten dollars um and with like the with the full game and everything and the kickstarter is going to be live on tuesday may 19th so by the time this episode comes out it will be live so go check it out um off the cuff i honestly loved the art and the music and the color palette all equally uh Jason and Craig did a really good job with like the thematic and cryptic vibe of the whole world. Uh, the explorative nature of the game and the beautiful combination of what feels like a Peruvian Middle Eastern fusion of music really got me excited to come back and play it more. I actually, when I was typing out my notes for this, I had turned on the game to like look at more of the elements and do a review, but I ended up just listening to the music for like 10 minutes on loop. Um, basically none of the game, uh, holds your hand. There's, uh, answers to some puzzles that are on other islands, uh, and nothing's really going to tell you that either. And since you only have one move, which is to push, the game's interactive environment gives you a lot of different puzzle-solving tools. Uh, so yeah, that was kind of broad strokes of what I really loved about the game. Um, I finished the demo and I 100%ed it too, so I wow. posted that to their Discord, because they have a 100% Gods channel. Um, and I introduced myself too, so I'm probably going to post this episode there when uh, it's published. Oh, nice. So That was really uh, well said, Andres. Right Thank you.
2: Yeah, that was very... Uh, uh... <laughs> Oh man, that <laughs> was it was very elaborate. Is the word I was looking for in a good way? Like you you descri- yeah. You described it like really oh nice well.
3: yeah. Well, it helps to have notes. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, or helps to have a script. I guess. Um, I let me see if there's anything else I was gonna say. Well, first let me just kick it over to you guys and tell me what you thought about it because I think only um, Kenny and Dave were able to get check it out. But I did. What did you think? Oh, nice. Well, all of you. What did you think?
4: My go. Um, nose goes, nose goes. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll.
2: No, I'll, I'll <laughs> um, So I, I got to check this out just uh, earlier today, and um, been, I woke up early so that I could play it enough to have an experience with it, and were it not for Andre saving the day, I would have been very close to 100%ing it, but never have gotten there because I'm really bad at puzzles. But I like that this was really approachable because there's not a lot of buttons to press. It is a it's an easy game to just give to somebody like without much explanation of what to do. Like just tell them the controls and then go on it. There there were a couple things that I didn't like. I didn't like the uh like going back one move button that much. Um one because I accidentally pressed it a few times and that was just annoying because i had to redo it not a huge deal but two there were sometimes when i was like if i had gone back two moves i would have been able to fix it but with just the one move i had to restart the entire level Mm. which was not or the entire screen which was not again not a huge deal because the puzzles are fairly short uh even though they're engaging it's just like having to do that a few times is one of the things that personally frustrates me that's why i'm bad at puzzles. Um, I wish that it had a few extra features the the one thing is nice is that you can see how long it took you to 100% it at least in the demo but I would love to know like how many moves it took somebody like how, how many like individual spaces you walked before completing it because I feel like that's more of a indicator of like how quickly you did it rather than Rather than just
3: time. They actually have a speedrunners channel on their Discord as well. Oh my gosh. I figured they did. Uh, Like, for posting the time completed,
2: I figured that that must have been something that they had in mind. Yeah.
3: They they actually have a lot of really nice channels. They have Spoiler Discussion, Cross Promotion, where I'm going to post the episode, um, 100% Gods, and... I think I've actually noticed both of the devs pretty active on the whole Discord as well. So it's really nice. Bug reports, off topic, fan art. Yeah, it's pretty nice.
0: You know, it's really interesting uh, a, a speedrun of this game just because it's very, from what I mean, I didn't finish it, but from what I could tell, it's very not linear. So you mm. could kind of go, you could do whatever puzzle you want at any point um to some extent because you need to unlock some st- stuff and other puzzles in order to be able to do do a puzzle like
4: over yeah like you those, know in a different those, area spoiler alerts those roly golems
0: yeah 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 for example
3: yeah yeah uh, you, you unlock those pretty quickly but they definitely add a, com- a completely new layer to most of the maps that you had already been over right um, um, I probably went through the same maps over and over again, and like like you were saying, the more you progress, the more you understand about those existing maps. Mm-hmm. Um, and some screens yield like two or three different secrets depending on how far you've gotten.
2: I I liked actually, Andres, you pointed this out um, uh, along the lines of the secrets um, that there's just subtle screen changes, yeah. Like the uh, the Quack was a really interesting way to i guess if you had known about it ahead of time it would have been a really interesting way
3: to know oh there's a secret in this that area, is something i a... read off of the spoilers thing so that is a spoiler well <laughs> technically that's fine
0: well yeah i don't know about it
3: <laughs> yeah there's um yeah there's a there's, there's well don't
0: don't spoil it now
3: and there's and they secret wow <laughs>
2: that's and i'm anyway. done so 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 <laughs> i'm no, leaving I, I just i thought it was really cool to like that they had like these little subtle things that kind of help point you in the right direction you just have to be really hyper aware of everything there's there's other yeah. minor things too that's just the one that really popped up yeah like
3: the, at the beaches stuff like that
2: yeah and and just like being aware of where you can move and where you can't move and then being aware of like what minor things change when you revisit an area and i love games that that take a smaller space and make it feel a lot larger Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um i did love this game uh it wasn't hand-holdy at all um and it was just pleasing to look at and pleasing to listen to and just fun to play and any like andrea said like anyone could just jump into this
4: yeah what was it like your first level like because i just remember going in there and being like i have no idea what this is about and i would press a push a block into a hole and i'm like cool and then i'd keep going and i'd die and i'd start at the end begin the level and i was just super confused on why i was there
3: mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> yeah. i really like those I, big doors in the beginning that you're just like how do i what do i do with this
4: yeah it gives you a little objective to complete obviously yeah. exactly yeah. And that's like oh how do i get there and like i didn't 100 percent it because i didn't even know uh the ending was what it was i was just like mm-hmm. oh cool who is this person let me follow you. oh yeah <laughs> the yeah lady. the girl
2: oh wow, yeah Kenny. Well, like you could, you could recontinue after following that person and, and you could go back. That's what I ended up doing. Um, I, I I think that the, the way that it drops you in is it reminds me very much of the original Super Mario brothers, right? Like you're, you're just given it and you're like, you can't go left. You've got to go right. Mm. And like, ah, this enemy killed me. Well. What can I do to like kill this enemy? And then you jump on its head, and it's like a very simple way of gameplay design where it's a tutorial without you realizing that. It yes, is, that's which so is really well put. so difficult to pull off. Yeah, very few
3: games can do that well. Yeah, yeah, and
0: this one did. That's that's a great point, actually.
3: Definitely, definitely like the original Zelda as well in that aspect. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what they kind of tried to do with Breath of the Wild, um it's just like all right here you are you're going to figure it out because of your environment and like yeah the environment's super interactive so it just gives you stuff to wanna touch and by the end of it when you're trying to per- 100% it you're basically just going back through every map and pushing on every wall and every rock and just making sure that you didn't <laughs> miss anything
0: yeah you know i i i'm going to say it. i i give this 11 bells out of 10
3: ooh i give it i, really like I this give game. it the demo, I definitely give 10 secret ladies out of 10. Secret ladies? Secret ladies.
4: Secret <laughs> lovers.
1: <laughs> Ooh.
2: Um, I'm going to also go ahead and say that I'm going to give it uh, eight glowing Snake Eyes out of eight. Wow. Nice.
4: Wow. i say four out of five uh, turtlebacks. Ooh. What,
0: what would bring yeah. it to the f- fifth turtleback?
4: Uh...
2: It was just arbitrary. (laughs) He didn't want them to get like too overconfident. (laughs) Don't get a big dick game developers. (laughs) (laughs) Take that one, huh? It's more like
4: so. I'm very casual for puzzle games because I suck at them. To be honest, like Knights of the Old Republic uh, defeats me on their basic puzzles at times because that's not what that game is about. So this was like very. This is what that was a puzzle game.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: I think it did well, but. I can't give every game a perfect score, Kenny.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Uh um, That's fair. Yeah, then that's that's pretty much my main points about Akura, so please check it out. Um thank you Jason and Craig for your wonderful demo. Um check out their Kickstarter, it's live. Uh by the time you're listening to this, A K U R R A.
2: Um So I guess that brings us to the next game. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, And uh, Kenny and Andres got a little uh, spoiler ahead of it today because I was like just trying to get their opinion on what game to present. Um, Unfortunately, we don't have another host presenting one this time, but next week or not next week, next episode, perhaps we will. Um, And this week's game is Happy's Humble Burger Barn. Cam, you're going to like this one. (laughs) Happy's
4: Humble... Okay. Burgles? Burger Barn. Burger. Burgles! Oh, man. Keep going. What is this game about?
2: Uh, It is a a rather short, free-to-play, fast food horror simulator. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Developed by the Scythe Dev dev team. Uh, They're founded in 2017, and this is pretty fun. They they focus on developing kind of immersive games, indie games, obviously. That uh, they have experimental, like an experimental pipeline where those games uh, just have one core feature. But this one actually falls under their other games, which is that they all take place within the Scythe Saga universe. Why? So if you go into their earlier games. Apparently you can learn more about the the story and the backstory of this uh, burger chain in some way. Oh it's it's apparently it recurs like as a as a location. Um this can be found on scythe dev team dot slash happies hyphen humble hyphen burger hyphen barn. Uh you can also check out the team on ScytheDevTeam.com or you can follow them on Twitter at Dev underscore Scythe the the bonus that I wanted to give for Kenny especially because you mentioned the music um, if you give $3.50 to these developers you can download the soundtrack so Kenny you can have that music Uh for Happy's Humble Burger Barn playing whenever you want sweet nice that's that's all i got for you
1: and that sound means that we're moving on to indie news news but i have one story for you today um and i'll just kind of go through that really quickly with you guys um Terraria has been on the market for probably about 10 years now, and Mm -hmm. it has maintained a huge player base since its initial start. Actually, they have um, a concurrent player base of about 500,000 daily, Wow! and they just released their final update, according to the developers, uh, called Journey's End. And it adds a huge amount of content to the game, um, really kind of polishes it up, finishes it off. Um, A lot of players are really excited about this. They've actually gotten 10,000 overwhelmingly positive reviews in the last two days. Wow. So everybody's everybody's super excited about it. Um, I'll just kind of go through some of the changes. If you've played it before, um, then you're probably going to be extremely happy. If you haven't, it's a great time to jump in. It's only $10 on Steam right now. Uh, but some of the things that they've changed is as follows. Uh, there's a new journey mode, which is the big reason why they call it Journey's End. It kind of gives the player god mode in a sense. Um, they have full control over things like weather, uh, enemy difficulty. They mm-hmm. can duplicate their items. Um, it really just kind of gives them like creator control um, so that you can make the game however you want to play it. Um, other than that, they've added some quality of life features. Um, something that was really popular was people trying to keep track of all of the different enemies that they face so that they could be aware of like what the strategies were and the health pools and how to kind of combat some of them. Now there's actually a full bestiary in the game that'll keep track of all of that information for you so you don't have to spend a large amount of time on the wiki or trying to google it oh that's
4: so nice
1: nice yeah they've also added a feature which i think i'm going to appreciate because i do want to go back in and play it if you have the appropriate equipment in your bag you no longer have to destroy a block and then replace it you can just simply replace it it does both actions at the same time literally cuts the amount of time for building things in half so it's going to be very helpful They've also added about a thousand new items to the game, um, improved some of the bosses, added a lot of new bosses. Um, they've actually done a full fishing update, so now fishing has a little bit of a different mechanic. Um, but overall, it's just a huge amount of changes. There, I think their patch notes log was like forty-five pages long. Whoa! It was insane. Wow. Um, but, you know, with over, I think, uh, Steam's data has, like, over 20 million people who have purchased the game. Um, it's got a huge following, and it's definitely a great time to check it out. And it's indie, so fits perfectly. Nice.
0: Yeah, I, I don't remember why, but I never got into it when it first came out. But I'm definitely willing to give it another go. Well, it's Kenny, a great game.
4: I remember when we, uh, so I played it from, like, day one, basically. Also, yeah. like, Minecraft, you know, retro, let's go. I'm a OG here. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It didn't have like the end game content it has now. And then when they added that whole new, like the whole, you destroy the wall of flesh and then the whole world changes. That's all. That was all like brand new. I think like update 1.1 or something. Mm -hmm. And that's when I think you got into it. Cause remember you and I, like we spent like an entire day just trying to build an under like a, a surface tunnel basically for safety of traveling across the entire world. Oh, yeah. uh. But now, yeah. if you can replace blocks instantly, that's going to be yeah, so much it faster. it should
1: make it a lot faster. Yeah, yeah I think uh, a lot of the player base originally came from, like, uh, Minecraft. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with um, Starbound, but it kind of, like, was the competing game uh, with Terraria for a little while there.
4: Yeah, Cam, you got that too, didn't you? Yep, and they are different, for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, Terraria has just had this like lasting effect where it, you can just jump in, grab a new seed, start fresh. It's just so much fun.
3: So, yeah. as somebody who's never played the game before, really, um, and like, I... I,
0: I have I have the perfect description for you, actually, Andres. Okay. It's the community game, but Minecraft.
3: Oh, like the game from the episode of Community where they're in a video yeah. game.
0: Yeah, it's pretty That's much hilarious. exactly that, like, that art style, that same <clears throat> side-scroller thing, that same kind of building thing. Obviously, yeah. way <laughs> less complex than Community makes it, <laughs> but um, uh still, like, pretty, like, insane as far as, like, monster battles and, like, the things you, like, magic in the game. And there's a lot of stuff that you can really do yeah. in the game. I think you do like it.
1: Yeah, I think if you've never played it before, the first thing that kind of struck me when I started playing it yeah. was that uh, my imagination was very limited because as I started to realize like what the game actually would be able to handle um, and what it had capabilities for, I was Sorry. like, oh my God, I never would have thought of doing that.
4: Oh, yeah, especially when you start to get wiring into it. Mm-hmm. Oh, can, you,
1: can you give an example?
4: Uh, yeah, one <laughs> thing I used to do, so an easy wiring thing to do is just make traps. Uh, And it's all for farming items and stuff. So you, have to, mm-hmm. you can't just kill them through man-made traps. You have to actually be there and hit them, just like Minecraft do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just like a monster but, comes yeah. in, spawns, falls in the pit. is just enough to be damaged so it doesn't die, and then you walk up and hit him, mm-hmm. Like... Cool. It's
1: almost like uh, it's almost like when you first find out like what redstone dust actually does in Minecraft, and then you can be like, "Oh my God, there's this whole new world of opportunities." Gotcha.
2: I've played a uh, a game very similar in style and and play to Terraria, so I'm told, but I've never actually picked it up myself. I've wanted to, but uh, um, this is probably the thing that's most compelling is now that they've got this final update out.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, it should be a lot easier, too, because with the introduction of the journey mode, if you are somebody who, you know, maybe the original play style is a little bit more difficult, you're looking for a casual experience, you can really tweak the game settings out so that you don't have to worry as much about the combat aspect. You can just play with shotted. the creation. Yeah, basically.
4: <laughs> I think my favorite thing, though, is they're going to add mod support. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I completely missed on that one Yeah, so the
1: mod support is going to be huge The community is going to probably grow Just from that alone I mean, what will end up happening is Even if the developers decide they don't want to do anything else with this The community is just going to build on it
4: Yeah, it's like that's was the saving grace for Minecraft It was just their ability to give it to the community And just keep going
1: oh, Yeah And
0: Minecraft mods are insane Some of the stuff that you can do in it now So I can only imagine what they're going to end up doing With the Terraria
2: some, some of the Minecraft mods that I've played, I'm, I'm like, I would rather play that than the base game. And um, I'm sure that mm-hmm.
1: it'll get to a point with Terraria where that's kind of the same feeling. That's what I
2: was going to say is, like, I, I love that, especially if it's the last major update, there's a good chance for, um, like, these mods to carry on permanently rather than, like, You know, sometimes major updates can break mods, and that kind of ruins the support a little bit, at least for a little while. So I I like that with a final version, hopefully the larger mods won't need to be updated like in terms of bug fixes as frequently.
1: Yeah, and the last thing that I wanted to add to this was um, it seems like the company has kind of added a large amount of content into this final patch that they've really not made explicitly accessible, so they've just kind of hinted towards it. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be one of those things where a lot of the community is going to be basically treasure hunting for, like... Um, things that the developers have hidden in the game like one example real quick is that they've mentioned that if you were to fish during a blood moon something specific will happen (laughs) that's very obvious as to like what you have to do to accomplish the task but who knows how many other things they may have hidden in this update
3: that's awesome that's exciting Yeah. do you guys think it's a a game fun to play by yourself
1: yeah definitely I mean it does have it's uh, benefits playing with other players but like it's it's a nice game once you get used to how to kind of keep yourself alive just to build on. Mm. I think uh, Andres, especially if you pick it
0: up, I will play with you. Yeah, I we'll I already community.
1: own it and I yeah, played, it played like, like a
3: minute, but yeah, I would love to.
0: All right, let's do it, Qwerty Terraria, yeah, QWERTY
2: full streaming.
1: <laughs>
2: I might be the only one here that does not own it. Well, get it,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ten Maybe. bucks Indie Book Club, go. <laughs>
1: Yeah. If that's all I got for you for Terraria.
4: Yeah, guys. So that was cool that, like about Terraria. But have you heard of what Humble Bundle is doing?
3: No, tell us.
2: Oh, yeah, wow. wow.
3: That
0: sounds really interesting, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> this, is,
2: this is something that has me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <Yes>. Go on.
4: <laughs> Shut up. Well, Humble Bundle has decided to rebrand their uh, publishing, I guess. Is it, is it their publishing side of the games? So they decided to rebrand it from Humble Bundle Presents to Humble Games, which uh, is where they can release games and all that jazz. And just some of their lists, because of this, um, I am not organized. They are having a huge sale for a lot of these games. Some of these that I know we've talked about, Wizard of Legend, um, Hat in Time. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, a Hat in Time. That's some Ooh, of the good ones. Dive. Some of the games I would really like to get, uh, Void Bastards. All this is on sale, Ooh. by the way. Slay the Spire, Kenny, which I think I gave to you for free, and I know you haven't played. Uh Tem-t- <laughs> Tem Tem.
1: Uh,
4: yeah, so like, I would totally recommend it. They're having these like big sale on all these games that have yet to come. Because they're just doing a rebranding. Um, mm. There's actually a bunch of sales that's going on throughout the month, so me talking about it here is not a big deal.
0: I so have no Slay the Spire in my Steam account. Thank you very much.
4: Oh, you obviously never accepted the thing. Anyway, anyway.
2: yeah, Kenny, you're just you're an even
3: worse person than you thought. Is all. Yeah. That
2: means. Might as
3: <laughs> well just send it to me. I'll actually appreciate it.
4: Oh, that's
0: I've good. never seen this game in my life. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah. I would say like, so I don't know if you guys know this right now, Epic's Game Store is currently on a huge sale as well. Oh. And they're on sale to the end of the, till June 11th, I think. And they're starting it off with GTA Five for free. So, Which I got and played yeah. online not indie. yesterday. Not, not indie. Not indie, but <laughs> they have a lot of great indie games available, such as... Uh, I think it's just like Astro Crops game. They have outward, which I know I've talked about. It's 70% off. It's like a kind of like RPG style game. They have Ashen, which if I really actually bought already, uh, cause it was on sale and it's a souls like game. So it has that like stamina based combat. you have to like deal with all like the hard enemies, but it's like in a unique kind of like almost shell shaded, but not art style. Mm -hmm. but uh that's all i really have to talk about the humble games i'm just talking about all their big sales because they're rebranding themselves to get into the more uh pc heavy side i want to talk about some new rumors for the nvidia 3000 series so if you don't know like xbox series x ps5 and all that stuff they have like these next gen graphics are already they're already going to be better than uh current pc hardware out there right now right uh, I don't know if you know, but uh, computing power is usually measured in flops, and Xbox X, whatever they're calling it, is currently confirmed to be about thirteen teraflops. Right, that's a lot. Flops. Teraflops. It's flops. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so thirteen we, we, teraflops. Full circle. To put back that to in, into disc. perspective. Um, the RTX twenty eighty Ti is just a little above that.
0: So wait real quick, if you're swapping out your hard drive and it's like 10 teraflops or whatever and you're swapping out for a new hard drive would that be a flip-flop?
4: Well, Kenny? A... <laughs> 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 anyway
1: <laughs> I personally do Too bad your really hard drive f- doesn't do any floppage <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, okay,
3: Jesus. I, I don't totally that's, follow that's up what you're there. saying about flops though
4: it's just a unit of measurement for its computing. It's powers.
3: first grade, Andres. <laughs> uh, I
1: flop. Me flop.
4: Yeah.
3: It's
4: literally Flopology. just how they measure things. It's how many triangles they can stick into the screen. Okay.
3: Oh, okay. I do understand that because I watched the Epic hey. Games. Um.
1: U- uh. What was it? Unity. Um. Demo. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so
4: yeah. So Have you many seen triangles. Any of the
1: stuff with that. So that I was, was going to say, really yeah. cool. the, the triangles fitting in the screen thing because it's on both sides. So there's the hardware restrictions, but then there's also the software restrictions. And the software engine stuff is getting insane. Yep. Yeah. So this hardware is
4: the thing to match it. The uh, yeah. Xbox can already like, deal with that. So it's, like I said, I meant to say 12 flops and the NVIDIA 2080 Ti does 13 teraflops. yeah Still a so shit the, ton, let me tell you. like You don't need yeah. more at it right now. The but, important
1: uh, message there is buy a computer, not a console. <laughs> yeah, PC, pretty much PC musters. Yeah, PC mustard be, race. Especially because
4: <laughs> these new three thousand series, um, they're like in the range of twenty-one teraflops. True. Is what it's saying, and there's also wow. like leaked images of a GPU from NVIDIA that goes up to like thirty. So I don't even
0: what. Realize. What is a leaked image? Like, they're just like, like showing
4: specs of a, like, not a, like okay. a review. It's just, a, yeah, just like, I just imagine, like, things.
0: here's a computer that can go up to like 130 teraflops. It's like, well, how do I know?
3: <laughs> All right, do, who do you know? Who wants to help me use my stimulus check to build a computer?
2: <laughs> I will. You
4: need more. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: <laughs> fair. You need two stimulus checks. Uh-huh. True, fair.
2: Well, I'll just wait for if it passes through the Senate. Then True. then you might get a second one.
0: Yeah.
3: Who wants to help me start building a fucking computer? I, I need a better computer. I'm so, building computers. I'm so sick of this computer. It's such a dumb brick. PC yeah, I said it? it. I said it. Don't you boot back up.
4: Yeah, it's because you got an Apple. Oh, snap. No, I'm not talking about the Mac.
3: I'm talking oh. about my actual PC.
4: <laughs> oh, okay. It's because you have a PC. <laughs>
3: if you could though
2: um go with amd that would that would be phenomenal amd is definitely cheaper
4: Hmm. um i have a 2080 in mine right now and the only thing that gives me is the ray tracing which i've barely ever seen have you done it in
0: minecraft yet
4: no no but you know
1: they figured out how to do software ray tracing so now it's kind of like eh
0: Oh yeah, I did hear about that, and then it, it, the, the like article was like, yeah. So everyone who got the 2080 is like, kind of like.
1: Pfft. we'll <laughs> see what gets adopted by the community of developers. But yeah, I mean, you would expect that a lot of that kind of stuff should be able to be handled on the software side. So
4: right. yeah. yeah, I just well, like, my thing is a 1080 was more expensive for some reason.
2: My thing think, is more like cool. um, the the AMD is is cheaper and a lot of monitors are cheaper for like free sync versus the g-sync and everything and you know compatible amd it works i'm i also uh personally own shares of amd so i'm really pushing this right now (laughs) yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. i I have both i have both it's okay full full disclosure made a
4: lot a lot of money
2: i made quite a lot because i invested in it like two years ago and it's more than doubled but by quite a lot i mean you know double what i invested which (laughs) was like fifty dollars so you know not a lot of real money but (laughs) uh, percentage-wide percentage-wise i've i've made out like a bandit
3: (laughs) (laughs) um what was that you were gonna say steve
1: Oh, I was just going to say, real quick, before we jump out of the segment, there was one comment that I wanted to make on um, the previous section, which was the um, Humble Games rebranding. Yeah. Um, if you are a game developer and you're listening to this podcast, um, you may want to look at them as a publishing company because one Mm -hmm. of the biggest things that they've implemented is they actually are using a variety of compensation packages. So whereas if you were to go with most publishers, they have like one contract type, uh, Humble Games is actually modifying their contract based on the games and the communication with them. So you can actually work out a deal instead of just, this is what we offer, take it or leave it. Whoa. Yeah, and if you do decide to go with Humble Bundle,
0: you should totally mention us so that maybe <laughs> they'll
1: sponsor us or something.
2: I'm I glad know. that you said that because if you didn't, I was going to be like, yeah, tell them we sent you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, seriously, why not? It helps yeah. them, helps us. And that's yep.
4: all I have for Cam's discussion. That's what I'm calling it today, guys.
3: Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: Uh, So we'll just smoothly transition right into what's up with us, guys. Um, But before we get into our specific personal lives or whatever we want to talk about, um, I do want to give a quick shout-out to the game Davigo, which Cam, Andres, and I played on our Twitch, uh, which is a VR versus PC game where the VR player is a giant trying to uh kill the PC players which have rockets and cannons and bombs. And it was, uh, classic was a classic
3: David versus Goliath story. Yes.
0: With rockets. <laughs>
3: with <laughs> and rockets. bombs.
0: Uh it's in its alpha stages right now. Um but you should definitely keep your eye out for this game and we're gonna try to reach out to the developers and talk more about that game with them. Um, so you should also keep an eye out for that if you want to know more.
3: Very similar to the way that we're going to try to do that. We did a different interview, separate from the podcast, about 30 minutes long, uh, for the game Lockdown by Crichton Studios. Uh, that is now live on Steam. Our discussion is live on all of our regular podcast channels. And our gameplay for Davigo and Lockdown is available on our Twitch. Twitch. Check it out. We're I think we're posting a lot more of the game stuff on Twitch, whereas the YouTube has been pretty solidly just games that we discuss here on the full podcast episode.
0: Indeed. Um. So what's up with everyone else? Um. How's everyone doing?
4: Oh, you know.
2: Uh, you know my my past two weeks have been a
4: roller and coaster. I, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you
2: uh all? Like okay,
1: uh, now for now
2: I mean you know applying for the unemployments and and we'll see where things are in like a few months um, with everything and that's give me sorry one second oh, my cat
0: has plastic beer right back <laughs> <laughs> but keep so, talking keep yeah, talking
2: okay um, hey. yeah so applied for that on Friday um, same day that I was officially furloughed and. The weirdest part about that, I'll just share this experience, was uh, that typically um, we're not supposed to stop working until about 6.30, um, like as the bare minimum for the division that I work for. And I think around six o'clock, I went to go check something on like our backstage, uh, like Uh, where all of our applications live, where we can access everything just through one sign-in. And um, everything was locked. I was locked out of everything. Um, And all communications have now been transferred to, if anybody reaches out to me, they're not allowed to reach out to me for anything work-related, whether that's via text, phone, email. And so that was like a really weird experience but also uh, really relieving for a little bit because <laughs> there's going to be very few times. Uh, this probably won't ever happen again. Like what we're going through, like in our lifetimes, it it it's hopefully hope. certainly yeah. won't happen again. But like it probably will not happen again where where you're getting this much help from the government. So in addition to unemployment, you get like more money. Yeah. So or that's like or maybe
0: it will happen and we will get more help because I don't know will change the government
2: No, that that sounds unlikely <laughs> I can be optimistic I will say otherwise they,
4: though I'm, I'm doing good I will say they are adopting because I hear some things from the uh military uh, <laughs> that it's like they sent a new a letter for everyone because anyone can read it it's like this is the new this is the world we are living in now we can't expect to uh hope for the future that this won't be here this is just what it is now so we need to adapt to this
3: Mm.
4: right on
0: how long how long did it take like back in the day when people didn't have like the plague for example how long did that take to go away officially that took years right you know that was like just here one day and then people died a lot and then
4: well that's also without like we have access to the internet and instant communication and, you know, like I think most recently,
3: how long, how long did the Spanish flu last?
1: Look, lasted two years from 1918 to 1919.
4: Wow. Yeah. And it was the reassert, the second resurgence of it is what killed the most people. So that's what you gotta be careful of.
1: But the thing that you got to realize is that with the Spanish flu, a third of the world's population was infected with it and we're not near that rate yet because most countries have taken very good action to prevent that from occurring so right. it is a huge pandemic don't take away from it at all but we are at least adapting the way that we handle these situations on a world basis and hopefully we'll be able to handle it even better in the future
3: that was mm-hmm. also my kind of like global question is are we handling this better than we did the Spanish flu better than uh, that
4: because the best
1: could always be better yeah for sure
2: so how's everybody else doing what's what's new (laughs) what's going on that's not quarantine related or is but not specifically pandemic death related well as i was talking
4: Uh, about the epic game store sales uh control is uh like 50 or 60 percent off right now totally recommend it but also that means you get a coupon because they love doing that too so i got the dlcs finally for that as well as ashen and some other game i forget oh nice i've been playing that and I love it. I might I've finally
3: been... buy buy Wander Song because it's fifty percent off on Humble right what now. What is Wander Song?
2: Uh, um... That is a game developed by Greg from Drexel, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh. and he he developed another game, uh, Coin Ooh, Coin Crypt, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, which was phenomenal. But this is like a really cool game where you basically de- like the direction of your joystick um uh is like the note that you're seeing and depending on like the combination that you put in uh it like solves certain puzzles i believe it's side scrolling cool
3: yeah it's really cute it's just check out the trailer for it
2: um kenny i think (laughs) that it's available on xbox game pass as well oh word sorry andres keep going
3: uh no, you could say that the d- the developers dumb and fat games. <laughs> oh yes, yes. <laughs> That's great. Dumb
0: and fat games. That's funny.
3: Um but yeah, no, there's uh what else have I been Oh, I'm going to start a TV show called uh I I think a lot of people have probably seen the movie but Snowpiercer.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I see the show. I'm actually Yeah, I'm excited. It's the on. Show? The N- yeah, yeah, they're coming out with the show. It's airing tonight, it's actually. It's the same director, I think, or something, right? I think
3: um, he's executive producing it. He's not, like, I I haven't seen him as director on any of the episodes. I did, like, a quick scan. Um, but I'm hoping for this show to be really good and, like, deep because uh, my group of coworkers and I who talk on, like, Monday mornings for Westworld – we were like we wanted a new show to talk about and like still keep up our monday morning meetings cuz it's all virtual um nice. so i elected snowpiercer because i know that's the director's really famous uh i can't remember his name i'm going to butcher it but he's he's the guy who did parasite and like oh cool and a lot of yeah, those yeah. really really famous uh movies those societal thrillers <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm definitely excited about it. I, loved, I I did really enjoy the movie, despite its, some of its flaws.
3: Yeah, I think it's on Netflix, the movie. And the show's on TNT.
0: Uh, speaking of uh, keeping up virtually through video chat With the
3: Kardashians.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I've been experiencing something really interesting where uh, being kind of really into the whole uh, film and Movie and TV industry, um, people have been premiering their, uh, you know, their movies or whatever, like online, or like or festivals have been ho- hosting like online Zoom meetings, mm. um, and they'll either show the movie through Zoom or one way that I've seen someone else do it is they sent a Vimeo link and be like, okay, we'll meet back up in like fifteen minutes and talk about what we saw or whatever, and you know, go over awards and. It's been really interesting uh, how people have coped with that, and I, I just thought that'd be interesting to share.
3: That is interesting, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally didn't even think about how festivals are handling this. Like every, like there's so many types of festivals, conventions, all that stuff. I actually, or well, I have been joining a lot of virtual um, conferences, IT conferences for work. Uh, because we're trying to fill our time so I joined a virtual conference uh, for Amazon workspace um, that normally would be taking place in like Los Angeles and it's like a global conference but uh, due to the nature of things it was free and available online and they had like a really good interactive space where you could watch the lives of live events and also do a lot of stuff that kind of taught you like their software there's stuff um but right. that's, yeah, that's really just cool one yeah
1: i think now is a great time for people to jump back into like the continued education um especially with the availability of online courses and conventions and there's a lot of free opportunities just through youtube nowadays yeah it's a great time to learn yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm still trying to keep up on spanish though i finally broke my 24 day streak um <laughs> last, night, last night but can um, you
0: can you give us a sentence in Spanish now? No.
4: Hola, señora. Mi piene es de muy pequeño. <laughs>
3: Jesus. <laughs> well um, done, Kim.
4: Uh, go ahead and translate that. Put that in uh, the comments.
3: You need to buy larger pasta. <laughs> <laughs> um. I didn't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. So, like, I, I've been doing that and, like, trying to watch some TV and movies, but I haven't really found anything to super hold my interest. I just watched the last season of Silicon Valley, binged that mm. in, like, one night. That was pretty Oh, good. nice. Yeah, I started watching that again as well. Um, and then now with all of this extra free time, I think that I'll be able to play some more games, which will be good, and maybe stream even more? stream.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh snap.
2: Yeah, so I'm going to I'm gonna try, don't hold me to
3: this just yet, but I'm going to
2: try to do once <laughs> a week.
3: All right, so, everyone, comment if you want to hold Dave to streaming every week. Yeah,
0: and, don't, and, f- yeah. and I,
2: subscribe if you're going to be mad if he doesn't uh, stream once a week. That, that'll, and,
4: that'll trick him. And yeah.
2: honestly, I mean, comment if you just, you can't stand me, you don't want me to stream at all, because that'll probably give me more motivation to do it. Yes, fueled by <laughs> hatred. <laughs> beautiful
0: um i've been getting more sun honestly than i normally do <laughs> oh, i'm That's so good. tan
2: i've That's been this good. tan in like three years at least wow
0: yeah i've I, I like i'm typically pretty introvert but uh i'm even even i'm getting kind of to my limit and i'm just like finding myself like be like you know what i need to, i need to go for a walk and just outside and Dude, it's last week, nice, actually.
2: last week I did like two 20,000 step walks, roughly oh, yeah. 20, Do you, steps. Do
3: you not have like a face mask tan line?
2: Oh, I don't wear a face mask if I'm just out walking like in my neighborhood around the mm. block a bunch of times. I'll just, I'll go into the street to avoid people or go on the other side of the street and, yeah. and do that stuff. If I'm not going into a business, I'm not wearing a face mask usually, and if... I'm going, if I, like if I'm walking to a business, I'll put it on like before I get to their storefront.
3: Yeah. I I'm noticing it's 50, 50, honestly in Philly. Um, and I even went on a, like a three hour hike yesterday and in the hiking trails, it was 50, 50 as well of people wearing masks.
2: I'm, I'm just like, I can't breathe inside of a mask, and I have yeah. to wear glasses, and I can't yeah. <laughs> breathe without them fogging my glasses up. Oh, you so I get a little
4: they'll... metal thing and stick it in there so it pinches it yeah. down. That sounds
2: mm. like something that I should be given by the government for my issues. Um, <laughs> if the government well, had I'm not I'm not paying for that. The government has What's to an... give me that metal it piece. It isn't a lot of masks already. A paperclip. It's not in mine. All right? <laughs> well, your mask sucks uh i don't know where they were made but (laughs) but shona's mother sent them to us so if if they were homemade you're gonna offend at least one person here your mask is amazing i'm (laughs)
0: sure (laughs) (laughs) it just has one flaw which doesn't necessarily mean it sucks it just you know there's always room for improvement even in people and if you made
3: dave's mask (laughs) and you're listening like comment and subscribe (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
2: <laughs> no I mean, uh, it's it's all good it's like it's just a minor inconvenience and that's why i don't like to wear the mask when i'm just outside breathing in i mean that mask's not going to protect me from whatever else is in la anyway so
0: yeah but it makes more sense too in philly just because it's a lot more claustrophobic like i i'd imagine in new york i bet more people are maybe wearing masks on the street
2: Hopefully, oh yeah. But... I, I guess like out here, especially like in the exact area that I live in, it's a little bit more spread. Like, so, so there's, you know, like we've got a little bit of a yard and like, we can just sit out front on our porch and I'm not going yeah, to put a mask nice. on sitting out front on my porch. That would make it really hard to smoke. <laughs> fair,
0: very fair. I've actually been doing something, uh, interesting that I hadn't been doing before. Um and that is my roommates and I have started a thing where we do every other week uh called free free create. And we just get together for like two hours and one of us hosts kinda of the session and it's the whole point is just to get like creative juices flowing and to stay creative. Uh, and for example, it'll like sometimes starts out with like some stretches or like some kind of bodily movement to get, you know, yourself warmed up, get blood flowing. And then like last uh, last Saturday, we did a thing where uh, we would think of a word that we wanted to convey, whether we spoke it or uh, acted it out or drew it. Um, and then we would show it to the person next to us and they would have, they would come up with a word that they, they think we're conveying. And then at the end we would all have like a list of words and we would have to make a story with that list of words. And that was just a fun little
2: thing that we started doing now. That does sound cool. like actually a really good time. Uh, what That's if you not yeah. creative yeah. at all? Because,
0: well, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter. Like you just do what you can. And, like for example, it's like convey. Like for example, I I thought of uh, the word power, and I wanted to try to convey power, and so I like uh, um, ended up. I didn't. I didn't give it much thought. I just. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, and then I just screamed, and both <laughs> both the people sitting next to me they like, jumped because they weren't expecting me to scream, and then immediately. Uh, my roommate just wrote down jarring and uh i i thought that was a really interesting uh way to look at it just don't hold back and just create whether you think it's right or not
3: cool
2: are you scaring that's
3: improv for you
2: (laughs) yeah exactly speaking of improv if you have not watched the middle ditch and schwartz on netflix i i very strongly recommend it um not super yeah, into watching fun. live improv, but that was phenomenal. It was so funny.
3: I totally agree. I, I loved the first episode especially.
2: The The third episode was probably my favorite. Oh, yeah. I nice. Gotta check it out. Please. Has anyone
0: been doing anything with their hands, uh, creative-wise? Oh, okay. I was or, like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> yeah, so actually. I, I okay. clarified...
1: I was gonna say I, because um, with all the like time on the weekends, that I just need to kind of like get out and do something. We've been um, making home improvements, so um, I've oh, got the nice. We painted our basement. Um, we completely dug out the front garden and um, like right in front of our porch, and we replanted it all this weekend. Oh wow! Um, Damn. We on... We're planning on ripping up the rugs, throwing in some vinyl, and then um, Jody, my girlfriend, um, has an office up on the second floor that we really haven't like decked out yet, so we're going to try and get it a little bit more cozy for her, um, get it set up as like a room that she can do work, but also kind of play our Animal Crossing in. I <laughs> nice. picked out a giant 55-inch TV that I want to mount on the wall in there for her, so that she can just boot it up and play whenever she wants. But yeah, just uh, a lot of like lovely. home improvement kind of stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I was just talking about today. I was like, man, I can't wait to like have a place that I can just customize. Yeah. Like more than like I would love like the place that I'm in right now had has almost zero sun that comes in and I would love to like change like have like some kind of sunroom. Yeah. Can't don't yeah. you don't
2: you just hate like as a like someone who's renting, you're like I see so much potential in like this, but I yeah. can't do anything Ugh. about it. That that oh my kills God. me here.
1: Yeah, there's advantages and disadvantages but yeah you definitely get a little bit more creative control because it's yours so
0: yeah anyone else have anything else they want to share
1: no I'm good
0: you guys
4: stay safe
0: yeah everyone stays safe mm-hmm. well said cam mm-hmm. and <laughs> thank you everyone for tuning in uh, especially thank you to all our patreon subscribers if you want to interact with us more, Patreon is a good way to get more exclusive access with us, including Discord benefits, free entries into all future raffles, exclusive content, and more. Thank you to our audio mixer and musical master, Gary, of course. Everyone give him a round of applause. Whee!
4: Yay! Yay! Everyone might clap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk to us and or support us, we're also on uh, Twitter um, at Cordy underscore cast. Uh, you can find us on Discord um, and Patreon, as I said. And if you want to email us, we're at CordyCastMail at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to check out our Twitch, it is Cordycast underscore podcast on Twitch. Anyone else have any outro stuff they'd I'm like to in. say?
4: Okay. Peace. Cordycast out. Yeah.